0: Welcome to Fleet Safety Geeks. I'm Bob
1: and I'm Phil and we welcome you to our podcast.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Fleet Safety Geeks. Today we're going to be talking about summer driving. We are in the summer driving season and there is uh, a lot to talk about. Phil, you know, welcome to uh, uh, this week's episode. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. How are you doing, my friend?
0: Doing good. Finally over all the COVID y stuff and uh, oh, feeling great. a lot better. So, hopefully, the same for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, same thing for me. So, hopefully, we won't have too many coughs during our recording this time, Bob. <laughs> right, know, exactly. We both were struck with it, even though, like we, like we said in the previous podcast, uh, we're miles and miles apart. You're in Ohio and I'm, I'm in Pennsylvania. But, uh, boy, it, uh, it sure uh, is not selective with who it picks on, does, it, isn't it?
0: Yeah I've been hearing that there's estimates that um, uh, you know people are doing these home tests, so they're not all getting reported to each state. Right. Um, so there's about a hundred thousand cases a day, but it's estimated to be closer to a million. It's like everybody's getting this one. So, yeah, um, very contagious, nasty, yeah.
1: very nasty.
0: Yeah. But, uh, again, you know, uh, fully vaxxed and boosted, hopefully that kept everybody safe and, uh, we'll go from there. We're not getting uh hospitalization rates aren't going up. So that's good. Good. Well, that's a, that's a, uh, uh, disease safety geeks. Let's get into <laughs> fleet safety geeks. <laughs> yeah.
1: We got a little off track there. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, this is a, an important one, um, uh, from a personal perspective, um, as a motorcyclist, um, more as a hobby. I don't ride it every day. But, um, you know, anytime I do ride my motorcycle, I'm constantly at fear of other people on the roads, um, mainly because, you know, as we've discussed on previous episodes, a lot of distractions and, and you know, uh, other factors can, can come into play when someone's um, on a motorcycle and the other person isn't. Um, you know, we uh, have been seeing a lot of increases in motorcycle accidents this summer. Um, you had suggested maybe, you know, people are riding more motorcycles because of fuel prices, which makes, uh, I, sense. I believe
1: there might be something to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But when I'm on a motorcycle, I'm constantly, you know, observing other people trying to, you know, watch out for them. And, um, I think that this is a timely one for, uh, the fact that there could be more people on the road right now. Um, uh, there's not much protection when you're on a motorcycle or even a bicycle. Um, and if there's more people in the summer like that, you know, we need to be more careful as drivers in our four wheelers, um, for watching out for those on two wheels. Um, so this is going to be, yeah, very important, uh, uh, episode here. Um, why don't you kick it off? What do you got?
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, every season has, uh, you know, driving challenges every season does, you know, whether it be summer Winter, spring, and fall—you know, every season has its challenges, and summer um, certainly has a number of them. So, first thing I, I think we need to talk about, Bob, though, is you know, just properly maintaining your vehicle. Where people get into trouble sometimes is that they're just not taking care of the vehicle, and when uh, when the heat rises, uh, they have breakdowns or they have uh, vehicle failures at a bad time, which can cause a collision. So, you have to make sure that your vehicle is properly maintained and uh, tires are such an important thing. If your tire's under inflated, it's gonna run hot and uh, it's, that's gonna cause you problems. Uh, so, um, you know, you gotta check your tires. Uh, I, I suggest weekly, uh, you know, you hit one pothole and your tire pressure can change. You say, well, I have the thing on my dash it'll light up and let me know when my, my tires are low. Well, you can't depend on that. For one, it's a mechanical device that can fail, uh, but then also there are some of those, uh, sensors that don't light up until it has like 10 pounds or more lost pressure and that's not a good thing um you know in, you know invest in a in a, in a tire gauge and, and check your tires i suggest once a week and always when the tires cold because if you check your tire after you've been riding for a while driving for a while the pressure is going to be up and give you a false reading um, i think wipers obviously are very very important because Man, you know, we're, we're gonna talk about foul weather next. Um, you know, you can get some major uh, downpours in the summer. So uh, you have to make sure that your wipers are in decent shape. So when you check your tires, why not also, you know, just lift up the wiper blades, check them out, to make sure there aren't any, you know, tears or cracks and things like that. It, you know, what's funny to me, Bob is, most people they realize that they need, need new wiper blades when it starts to rain. They turn the wipers on and it's uh, and the window is streaky, right? But uh, hey, Bob, you know you know when they realize again that they need new wiper blades, it, it's it the next time. It's next time it rains. You know, <laughs> it's like I say, oh yeah, you know, I I forgot, you know, you know. So again, why not get into that habit? And that's what driving is, right? It's a bunch of habits. Uh, why not get into that habit of? Uh, Checking those wiper blades every time you check your air pressure once a week, you know. No, that
0: that makes perfect sense. Um, uh, I always do my wipers in the winter, uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, you you're in Pennsylvania, uh, Northeast area. Ohio has really, you know, uh, uh, bad winters, a lot of freezing, so my wipers are just take a beating, right? They're oh, constantly yeah. torn, ripped. You know, I'm putting on some good blades, and it usually gets me through the summer. But yeah, I'm constantly checking them. But that's a really good point in the summer. You know, so many areas of the country right now under droughts and people aren't thinking about it. But like you said, I mean, you could have a pop up storm and you're caught in a downpour and your wipers aren't working. You can't see. That's not going to work for you.
1: Exactly. And then, you know, you got a lot of sun uh, in the summer, you know, sun stays up longer. Uh, So you got to make sure you have good, uh, you know, proper wiper fluid in there to to clean off the windshield and get more bugs. So you want to be able to get that cleaned off. So clean the windshield. If you go on a trip, make sure that you're, you know, when you stop for gas, clean that windshield off with the squeegees that they have at the gas stations, right? Uh, You know, get the bugs off of there so that you can see. And uh, and also you want you know just for some creature comforts here you know uh, maybe you want to make sure that your air conditioning is is up and running well uh, because if you're uncomfortable in the car you're going to be distracted so uh, make sure your, uh, your your air conditioning is 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 up and running and in in, uh, in good condition yeah
0: basically do proper PMS in your vehicle I, exactly, you know right. Yeah. exactly right
1: exactly right. Yeah.
0: If you you take your vehicle in for an oil change, they're going to check all of these, but also a clean, you know, air filter, you know, the hot muggy air can cause the vehicle to, to run, you know, poorly. So, you know, just get everything checked out while, while you're in there.
1: Yeah. I, I remember years and years ago, I, uh, I bought a used car and, um, uh, I took it in for PM and they pulled the air filter. It looked like a bird's nest, uh, and it was like, oh man. So uh, I, I learned, yeah, you got to make sure those things are are, uh, are are cleaned out, and again about uh, you know ventilation and also uh, you know making sure all your systems are working properly. Like you said, proper pro- you know uh, maintenance on the vehicle is is, is a key here.
0: And you mentioned tires, um, and we just mentioned, you know, droughts, there's heat waves going on. Um, I've always heard that a car is engineered around the tires, right? The way it handles, the way it, you know, accelerates, stops, turns. Um, And in a hot weather and on a hot road, um, that rubber is going to get hot, and it's going to impact the way that that vehicle handles. Um, So that's another reason to make sure that that air pressure is correct. Yeah, for handling and turning and stopping.
1: Yep. And, and you want to make sure you have um, proper tread depth on there also. And the old penny trick, which most most people are aware of, you, know, you take a penny and a U.S. penny and you turn it upside down. You put Lincoln's head down in the tread. If it's uh, not covering, if not covering the, to the top of Lincoln's head, you don't have enough tread depth. It should be covering up, you know, up to Lincoln's head or you know into Lincoln's head. Uh, then you'll have proper tread depth. And don't just check like the inside tread or the outside tread. Check all across the tire. You wanna make sure you have proper tread depth because what the tread does is it dissipates water. And if you're in a rainstorm, you wanna make sure it's dissipating that water or you'll get into a hydroplane situation, which um, there's a technical term for that. That's called bad. You don't wanna do that. So uh, make sure you have your tires properly inflated and good good tread depth. So that, as you said, Bob, think about this. Your vehicle runs on basically Four patches of rubber, maybe about the size of your hand. Think about that. So, how important are those tires? So, make sure they're in good shape.
0: Very, very important. Um, tires are important in every season, and like Absolutely. you said, you know, when we started this, you know, every season has its challenges. You know, summer is no different. So, very, very good point. Um, good segue there for the fall weather. You know, I know you talked about it a little bit, but you know, any kind of have pop up storms or in your area where we might have more rain. You know than others. You know we need to be you know careful of that. Um, what kind of uh, recommendations can you give for for driving and and pop up? You know right. So
1: again, just just you know turn on the weather, uh, listen to it. Uh, you know uh, check your weather reports uh, and and be aware of changing conditions. If you live in an area where they could have tornadic or uh, activity, you want to be aware of that and uh, you know when that that might occur or if they're calling for that and then maybe adjust your schedule accordingly if you can. Uh, if you do get into a situation where you're in a torrential downpour and you can't see, you need to get off the road. And I don't mean onto the shoulder of the road. If you're on, let's say you're on the interstate and it is pouring so hard that you can hardly see your hood, you need to get off the road. And, and I've been in situations like that. I was driving across Florida once where it was a torrential, torrential downpour. Uh, Every, people were pulling on the side of the road. Man, well, I'm going to tell you what, you pull into the shoulder of the road in a situation like that, you could become a truck hood, hood ornament. You don't want to do that. You want to you know, slow down. Uh, what I did is I turned on my emergency flashers, and then I found the next, next exit ramp, found a big parking lot, and waited for it to go through. And I didn't care whether I had to wait you know, 15 minutes or two hours. I was going to wait because I was not going to drive in that. I got to where I was going and one of my friends who is a, uh, was a Florida police officer, uh, I told him what I did. He goes, oh, well, he said, you're not supposed to run with your you know four-way flashes on. That's a traffic violation here in Florida. I said, well, I thought it was the safest thing to do. I would do it again. And by the way, I don't think there are many cops out there in a situation like that are going to stop you for having your four-ways on. But yeah. people who are listening, <laughs> you make your own decisions. I'm telling you, that's what I did. Uh, and if there is a if there is a severe weather being called for, I suggest that you find a safe place to harbor before you know to, to until that's over. Don't try and drive.
0: Yeah, put yourself in a safe place when you're when you're stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, you got fog on here. You know, we just had a fog warning um, in Cleveland uh, the other day. Um, you know, we've had really really humid weather. Um, Heat wave type material, but then it got kind of chilly, and there was a fog warning. I mean, it was a dense, heavy fog, very yeah. hard to see. So, so how do? We, what's the best way to drive in fogs, Right, uh, brights on all the way, right?
1: Uh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> again, uh, you know, most people know uh, if you if you get into a fog situation, don't put the the high beams on because it's just going to reflect back into your eyes and, and blind you. So low beam. If you have fog lights, great. Uh, if they're properly adjusted, low and down. Uh, and you want to, again, if you can pick up a fog line or a center line, and, and and again, if it's that bad, stop. You know, just get off the road and not on, again, not on the shoulder of the road. Find a nice, safe place to legally park. And people say, oh, well, it might be foggy for four hours. Well, a crash could cost you your entire life. So to me, it's a pretty easy trade-off. So uh, if it's that foggy, again, where, Bob, you can't see your hood? why are you driving and you know what? another thing that people forget to do when it's foggy they forget to turn on their wipers well it's not raining you know you gotta get that you gotta get that mist off that that windshield you know that's going to really decrease your uh, your uh, vision so again wipers on probably intermittent um, depending on how heavy it is but yeah wipers also Yep. yeah perfect
0: um So, you know, when it's summer and it doesn't rain, um, we still have all these vehicles dripping fluids, right? Yep. Yep. Um, So then we do have one of these pop-up rainstorms and it's mixing with all those fluids on the road, be it oil or antifreeze or any other kind of uh, uh, solution coming out of the vehicle um kind of turns it into a skating rink out there doesn't it
1: it really does uh i've often compared the you know, so uh, here's my crash reconstruction stuff coming out here coefficients <laughs> of friction right that's the, the the basically the stickiness of the road okay uh, when when it's like that it's it can be almost as reduced traction as ice so if you're ever driving and you see when cars are driving, and you see this like white foamy goop coming up, that's a technical term, white foamy goop, Um, that's bad. I mean, and again, you need to slow down, increase your following distance, and you have to wait until that rain takes that off. And depending on how hard it rains, it's going to determine how long that goop is going to be on the road. But if it hasn't rained for a while, and then it starts to rain, look out, those are very slippery conditions. And also in rain, or any foul weather, never use your cruise control, okay? It will get you into trouble, so turn off the cruise control.
0: Uh, I, I like how you you bring in your uh, your past experience and use technical terms as an officer, and, and then you bring <laughs> in the, the equally technical term as white goopy sub- substance, so yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> We're very technical
1: here, Bob. <laughs> that's
0: right, yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, you, you know, so, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we we put some notes here and and this is kind of interesting because we did just talk about, you know, both of these yeah, topics right. in, in a previous episode, but, you know, it's important to talk about it when you're dealing with, you know, some inclement weather that could come up in the summer or just, you know, in general, um, you know, the days are brighter, the sun's in your eyes in the morning, possibly in the evening, depending on which way you're driving, could be both ways. But, um, you know, if you're impaired, you know, you're, you're going to have less reaction time, even though it's not, you know, ice and snow and, you know, the roads aren't bad, you wouldn't think, um, you know, any kind of impairment is going to uh, impact how you react on the roads, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and, and you're right. We did uh, did, uh, discuss impaired driving on a, in a previous podcast. And I would suggest if you hadn't heard, heard that one, um, look up that podcast and um, you'll get a lot of good information. So just on a higher level here um, in summertime, you know, there are a lot of, uh, Picnics and sporting events and, and, and holidays and people will uh, become impaired and drive. So I'm just going to make it really really simple. If you're drunk, don't drive. You drive don't. If you if you're driving, don't drink. Right. So if you know, I'm not saying don't have a beer. You know, Friday nights is pizza night in my house. Right. And uh, I, I've I've discovered um, land shark. I enjoy that. And I'll have my pizza and I'll have a couple of beers. And the only thing I'm sitting in is my recliner. Okay. So I'm not driving. I'm not saying don't drink. I'm saying don't drink and drive. And also anything, any impairment, you know, marijuana use is is becoming uh, more legalized and normalized, uh, especially here in the U.S. And uh, don't, nothing, don't do anything that's going to impair your ability to safely drive. And, um and I think that is especially true for the summer
0: and I believe it was episode four if okay. you want to look up yeah, In Bear go driving. back
1: listen to it it's good yeah. stuff yeah
0: it's always a good one to listen to regardless yeah. of the season or the holiday we put it out before the 4th of July but uh it's it applies anytime right. um if you're driving don't drink perfect um same with fatigue you know we did talk about driver right. fatigue as we well did. um but if if you're fatigue driving, Um, you're going to have problems out there uh, no matter what the season.
1: Just as dangerous as impaired uh, driving from uh, alcohol or marijuana or anything. So uh, again, um, you know, long trips, plan stops. If you start feeling tired, stop. Um, If you can take a power nap and get refreshed, great. Be careful where you do that. Um, uh, That's a future podcast, Bob, when we're going to talk about uh, personal safety. Um, So uh, uh, again, again, higher level uh, here, because we did do a podcast on driver fatigue, go back and listen to it if you if you if you would like to get some really good information on that. But um, basically, if you're tired, don't get behind the wheel and switch up drivers, you know, do whatever you need to do. But don't drive while you're fatigued. It's dangerous.
0: Um, I like the, the, you know, things we've talked about before, you know, apply all the time. So Absolutely. it's always nice to talk about these. Um, and and then, you know, you mentioned that we have uh, a personal safety podcast coming up. Let's talk about that for a second and give people a little uh, preview um, just so they can have something to look forward to. Um, what are some of your thoughts on some personal safety as far as even like carjacking, right?
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, unfortunately, and it's very unfortunate, you know, uh, crime is um, really have skyrocketed in the past uh, year or so, a couple of years, uh, and uh, carjacking is more prevalent now as, as prevalent as when it used to get a lot of press in the 90s and that's unfortunate um the fact of the matter is that uh, a lot of cities have wised up uh, because they're losing tourist dollars and they don't classify it as a as a carjack anymore they'll call it a strong-arm robbery or a vehicle theft but it's happening and that's something we definitely need to talk about but then also you know vehicle break-ins and uh, vehicle thefts things like that uh and then you know even carjacking and if, what if you have your kids with you what do you do so we're going to cover that in a future podcast
0: yeah that's a nice look that's going to be an important one um you gave yeah. me a preview on that and i i like that so that's going to be some good advice yeah. um and then uh stay uh, stay on at the end of the podcast we're going to do a uh a, a preview of a multi-part series of developing fleet safety policies. so that could be something good for Ah, uh, fleet managers and companies out there who need to develop a better policy. So a uh, nice little preview coming up. Sorry, to call that our our little advertisement for uh, <laughs> well, future that's good podcasts.,
1: stuff, Bob, you know, let's get it out there. you know it's okay.
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited about the uh, so multi-part what? series for the fleet safety uh, policy. Um, developing a good safety policy is just so important. If you don't have policy, you can't enforce a thing, right? right? What are you doing, right. if, if you don't if you don't have it, so right. yeah, we got we got to talk about it. But anyway, back to summer driving. Um, uh, I know that we um, talked about personal safety and and kids being in the car for carjacking, but what about kids in the car in the summertime and pets in the car in the summertime?
1: Yeah, uh, so, you know, and it's always so tragic when you hear, you know, a child was, uh, um, you know, left in a car and a parent uh, forgot. Uh, or you know, pets are even left in you know, cars that are, and, and and it's in the summertime, and um, the heat is is deadly. So uh, it's always, 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 if you have children, you must get into the habit of the last thing you do is don't just turn around and look, open up the doors, look in the back seat, make sure that there's nobody or no pets, no children uh, left in the vehicle, ever. I mean, and not I'm only going to be going for 10 minutes. Nope, not going to have it. You know, it's just, it, it, is, it is unsafe. It is, uh, it is it's, it's unhealthy um, for children, uh, for pets. Just don't do that. And uh, you must, as a parent, always, always, always get into the habit of the last thing you do every time. And do it even when you don't transport your kids because you you want to develop those good habits right just open the back door and take a look and then the next time the kids back there and they're sleeping in their car seat and you open the door and saying oh yeah i don't have i do have the child today because parents switch off right um you know one day on tuesdays mom has them and on 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 wednesdays dad has them you know he's picking them up um they forget and they're very busy it's very hectic it's very tragic So I think it's always a good idea to just always get into the habit of opening up the back door and looking in whether the kid's with you or not, because then the next time the kid is with you, that'll be your habit. Yeah,
0: that's a a good tip. So um, you said it's a habit, just like putting on a seatbelt. You get in the car, you put your seatbelt on. It's like muscle memory. So just make opening the back door part of muscle memory. Just get out of the car, open the door. Even if there's nothing there, just do it every time. I love it. It's
1: okay. That's, that's great. It's okay. Yeah. Takes you.
0: No, I do like. I do like second. some of these newer. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. It takes two, a second. Yeah. What's All the right. big deal? Just do All it. Right. Um, I do like that some of the newer cars, you know, have a sensor or something that's that's yep. back there. You know, yep. that that reminds people that there's someone in the back seat or a weight yep. in the seat. Um, that helps. Some of you know, I've seen some newer electric cars because they can keep an electric you know, AC on, uh, put a message on the dash saying, my pets are in 68 degree weather, they're fine. You know, it's, it's, it's neat <laughs> yeah, and yeah. cool, yeah. Yeah. you know, but, but not every car has that. So right. un- until every car does, let's just keep the habit. Of,
1: right, And and yeah, that's the thing. If you're driving a car that doesn't have it and you didn't do the opening the door and looking, It could be a tragedy so i always say you know don't depend on and when we talked about adas right bob so don't depend on the technology technology is wonderful and anything that that helps to keep people safe i am all for it but don't depend on that technology get into the habit of you know visually you know checking it physically checking it to make sure that the 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 kiddos are not in there yeah
0: could save a lot of uh tragic stories and and lives there so that would be good so um we talked about it at the beginning but but motorcycles probably more people are driving motorcycles right now you think right
1: yeah i I think that that might be the case i uh i mentioned to you before we got on uh, the podcast here bob in my paper today there were three motorcycle fatalities what what? i mean it was over the weekend you know but three people lost their lives in motorcycle crashes and just my small little part of the world and what a shame and i think that more people are riding motorcycles And, uh, you know, motorcyclists, you mentioned, Bob, and, you know, motorcyclists, almost every motorcycle rider I speak to say, I became a safer driver after I started riding my motorcycle because it makes you more aware. Well, you know what? I'm gonna put the onus on the people who are driving the four wheel vehicles or or even larger vehicles. You have a responsibility also. You have a responsibility to look at least twice because those motorcycles can be going you very fast. And if you look, you know, you look left, right, left. If you look back right again, you gotta pull out. That, guess what? That motorcycle could be right at your door. So you need to make sure that you look, you know, at least twice and look hard. Don't just, you know, people get it in their mind of like, oh, I'm just looking for a vehicle. I almost had a crash where a um, guy pulled out in front of a lady who had a headlight out. And he said, well, the headlight was out. I said, well, there was one headlight wasn't there. (laughs) I mean, he was trying to blame that for the reason he didn't see the vehicle. His mind was elsewhere. And that's that that's that distraction blindness, right? So if we're on our phones and we're on, you know, we're we're, our minds, we're weak. Bob, if you're distracted, if your mind is on something else, you could look right at something and not even realize it's there. So again, it comes down to the whole distraction thing. As far as not seeing motorcycles or even other cars, so you have to make sure you're paying attention to your driving, and make sure that you look before you change lanes, and pull out. That's
0: really good. So um, yeah, I, I do ride a motorcycle, and and I also agree that since I've been riding a motorcycle, that I've been a safer driver because the habits that I have sitting on two wheels um, carry over when I'm in my four-wheeler, right? Right. Um, That's great. Uh, I, I, I'm. You know, when you're on two wheels, you, you're, you know, they say your head on a swivel, right? Yep. You always have to constantly be looking for someone who's going to screw up and hit you. Um, you know, we gotta be Boys. careful out there. Um, motorcycles are hard to see. I, I, mm-hmm. I admit it. I, I sit They're on one big. Yeah. when I'm in a car and I see one coming it's like, wow, that actually is kind of hard to see. Um, yep. they are putting led headlights on them. They are trying to do more to make them more visible. Some people drive, like insane, crazy people, and are going way too fast, mm-hmm. um which isn't good. Um, but you just always need to be prepared to uh, uh, see one on the road and 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 respond accordingly when when you're driving in a right. car. so, Um, and it's not just motorcycles that people are driving right now, right? People are a lot more people are riding, you know, mopeds, scooters, and, and, and other uh, electric e-bikes and bicycles, and all of those are even slower and, and and respond differently than a fast motorcycle. So we have to really be aware of all of the two wheel, um, uh, forms of transportation that people are using these days. That's, that's, you know, a really good point that more people are using them right now, especially in the summer when prices are high
1: gas prices right and 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 also in the summertime when there are more bicycles and more motorcycles and more pedestrians um you know they're they're road users also so again you need to be aware of this again yield for the bicycles yield for the pedestrians be prepared you know there's a thing that we uh uh, teach is called ready brake and that's basically you know like if you see something a possible hazard is just just push down on the brake a little bit it lights up your that keeps that person from behind you saying hey look out you know so if you see that pedestrian you see that bicycle maybe just you know give that person a little warning flash that brake light to them and tell them hey there's something up here and and maybe it's going to save uh save a tragedy just because again you're you're getting the attention of other people around you so uh if you see those pedestrians and bicycles um give them a wide berth um and uh and 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 Make sure that everybody who are, you know, the people who are behind you, make sure they're aware. You know, flash that brake light. That's not a bad thing to do. But you can
0: only be aware if you're not distracted. There it is, is isn't it, Bob? It always
1: comes back down to that one, right? Yeah. Well,
0: they're all types of What is it that we always
1: say, Bob? What is it? what, What do we always say?
0: Don't drive selfish. I Don't mean, be you, a selfish driver, right? Don't yeah, drive selfish. Yeah,
1: stay yeah. off the damn phone. I'm sorry, I use a curse word. Oh my goodness, I think it's the first time I've ever did on a podcast, Bob. But stay off the damn phone. I mean, it's, it's just, it just drives me crazy. Yeah. You know, no, and, me and too. people are me too. so. Uh, yeah. And then. You know i have to make sure that um when i see people doing stupid things that i don't just get distracted because i see people doing stupid things right <laughs> so it's a so, vicious right? cycle um yeah. It, so yeah it it does come down to uh paying attention and being a courteous and uh and not a selfish driver yeah yeah absolutely it does
0: well what there's not much else to say about summer driving no. you know we talked I, about I the we, weather you know the way things happen, two wheelers, which is a big one. Um, that's where we're going to save a life right there. So, um, what what else we got on it? I mean, I think we we touched all of the important points here.
1: Yeah, they're the things that I always uh, think of when it comes to summer driving. Again, um, uh, just just be aware of it. Uh, it all comes down to uh, to to that awareness. Um, if people. Uh, just just have a little knowledge and I'm hoping that people are gaining some knowledge through this podcast. Um, maybe it will change the way they drive, uh, make them more aware. And uh, that's what it comes down to, right? Being an aware and safe driver. Yeah. Being prepared. Yeah. For being all the, the different. Correct. Yeah.
0: Well, um, I know a lot of people are probably going to drop off or approaching the end, but let's preview our uh, fleet safety uh, policy uh, series. I know that we, you know, want to have maybe some guests on there talking about um, uh, developing a policy, um, right? Implementing a policy. Yeah, I know we there's a few people we need to talk to, but um, this is could be an exciting series.
1: Yeah, I, I I think it is, Bob. I think it's a great idea. This was uh, you you had come up with this idea, and I, I just think it's really important. So if if you do have an organization or if you manage drivers, I think that it, you need to. Uh, Uh, make sure listen you can't you can't score a basket if you don't have a goal right so your goal has to be uh it has to be that policy it's so important and we're going to have it's going to be a three series uh three three podcast series here uh and we are hoping to have some guests including attorney fleet manager and some people who uh can talk about mvrs and all the complexities of that so um i think it's going to be a very uh very interesting um Series of uh, of discussions that uh, that cover these policies because, well, you and I have both been in this business for a while, Bob. and We've seen some pretty bad policies. I don't mean to be uh, you know uh, derogatory here uh, in my assessments of, of some of these things, but I'll tell you, I've seen, I've walked into some organizations and I looked at their policy. And I'm like, whoa, boy, this is uh, just a, to be frank, just a little lacking, you know uh and uh i i think we're we can uh, maybe provide a little help here to to organizations that, that that might be in the process of uh developing a policy or improving their policies yeah i
0: agree um if if policy doesn't have eth you you aren't going to get much out of it um you can't take action on a driver unless you Follow a policy, and if your policy Correct. isn't aggressive enough or strong enough, you're you're missing out. So, so that's a, a really good way to do the, do it there. So, um, talking about policy though, not one policy applies for every organization, no. right? Um, it will be very high level, talking about you Correct. know what to do from uh, before someone's hired to the point where they're hired, when do you run MBRs? How often, how, um, you know, there's MBR monitoring now we're going to get into all of it. Um, and then hopefully, you know, there's going to be a way to rank a driver, you know, based on their, uh, their risk level. So, you know, there's going to be a way to, to take action on the driver and, you know, you, you don't have to say, well, the Fleet Safety Geek said this, you know, just pull something from it and make your policy work, but at least it right. will give more information and advice. So I'm very much looking forward to that that one. And um, I think it's going to be fun and exciting with a lot of great guests, like you said. Right. And then um, also, if anybody ever wants to you know, be involved with our podcast. you know, just reach out to Phil or myself, either on LinkedIn, or if you know us personally, and just say, Hey, <laughs> I have an idea, you want to do this. And um, maybe you can be a guest on our podcast and, and talk about uh, the topic that you might have as well. So um, yeah. we're really getting excited about this. We're having a lot of fun. And uh, uh, we've got a few under our belt. So we almost like we know what we're doing.
1: Well, let's not let's not get too confident here, but maybe not too much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we're uh, we're starting to master it here a little bit. Now, it's again, Bob, it it all comes back to the original uh, discussion that we had when we decided that we wanted to do this, because we really are geeks when it comes to driver safety and we just want. um, I hate crashes. I just want people to be safe. And I know you feel the same way. Uh, you know crashes ruin lives so if we can uh, change a few habits or give people some information it's going to help to keep them safe can help the people in their organization stay safe i'm all for it so yeah as bob said if somebody has a an idea and like to be involved in our podcast please do that's how roman uh, i think he reached out to you bob uh roman right. first or regarding the adas uh, podcast that we did and i thought that was a very good episode
0: And and Haley did that because we kind of previewed like some of our topics and he's like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to be involved. And he reached out on LinkedIn. I didn't know who he was. He's a great guy. He's an excellent resource. I'm glad he reached out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're both on LinkedIn. So uh, if you, uh, yeah, as Bob said, uh, reach out to us through that if you'd like.
0: We're trying to get these out every Friday, um, but really excited to get started on uh, the next week will be uh, personal safety. And then we'll, we'll finish planning for the, uh, developing a fleet safety policy so a lot of a lot of great uh podcasts coming up here soon cool
1: all right bob thank you always thank you very much buddy
0: yeah thank you uh phil thanks for everything i always appreciate your insight and uh have a great rest of your week
1: take care now